You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, Welcome everybody. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, and we've been making people realize that the Big Bang Theory is a shitty show one person at a time since 2011. What do we talk about, Scott? First, we start off with the d- new Daft Punk album, Random Access Memories. We move on to Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. We talk a little bit about Snoop Dogg and Gillian Anderson, and then we talk about Big Brother Canada. John, what's up? Well, for some reason, we go back into other reality television. Then we talk about Jackass and Bam and how much we love them. We talk about Sophie's uterus, which maybe we do, and then we talk about uh, Gary Gygax's Tomb of Horrors. What comes up next, Sophie? Uh, this game called Sanfois and Hemlock Grove, which is related through werewolves, with, of course, took us Related to through what? To werewolves, yeah. and of course, then we take it into a cruise ship vampire versus the werewolves. Brilliant idea. Um, Paris Bueller 2. Blood time. And then we talk about the So blood film. <laughs> <laughs> this and more on the 9to5 entertainment system. You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. That happened like a minute ago. <laughs> That I didn't fucking listen to, but all you guys were like, hey, this is what we're going to lead off with. Yeah, so you this guys is 90s, never... and this is what we're going to lead off That's with. Right. Sophie, you, you guys... apparently you don't get a vote, because Scott and John want to talk about Daft Punk. Yeah, because Keith has never talked about some movie that no, the rest of us haven't seen. No, I'm about to shove true. my shoe saw... up Keith's ass so far right now. No, seriously. I'm going to be quiet, and they're going to jizz or shit on Daft Punk. No, we're just going to talk about it. I'm, okay. I actually saw the Daft Punk movie that nobody saw. Oh, that uh, not Interstellar. The no, yeah, everybody's Interstellar. Oh my god, the one where they walk slowly through the desert for like ten minutes. And it was like, wah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, yeah, also. but yeah. Oh my god, it was pretty painful. It's hard to watch. Hard to watch. But anyway, we're not we're not talking about that. We're talking about Daft Punk's new album, Random Access Memories. Random Access Memories. What do you think? I part of the computer was the RAM part. Is that because that was a sex thing, wasn't it? No, that was the Woody Harrelson. When he went to do an AMA, but it was just fucking plugging Rampart. Yeah. And then people just started trolling his AMA, like, super hard. And people were like, my favorite part of the computer is the Rampart. Cutting-edge fridge humor. (laughs) So, yeah, Random Access Memories uh, is not out yet. It's available for pre-order on iTunes this weekend. I uh, found some website where pirates were... Really? Listen yeah, to right? I actually found a link that somebody said, here's the whole thing on GrooveShark, and then you could listen to the whole thing on GrooveShark. And I doubt that it would have been available for, like, the full listening time if it had been illegally put up there. Like, I don't even know how that makes sense. Just, like, pre-release, link, whole album, Was it go. taken down afterwards? Or? It was. It was. And I didn't think that it would be, but, like, really it was, like, four or five days later that, it, that I lost access. Hmm. It's also weird, because they're releasing it on iTunes a full week before it comes out in oh, record shit. stores. Well, shit. I mean, so I like guess that's, that's kind of their thing. They're robots. Hard I copies guess. are disgusting to them. <laughs> like, that's a stretch. But they're also DJs, so hard yeah. copies are like kind of awesome to them, right? No, but only the vinyl. And ones. also, Apple. but the vinyl ones are probably going to have yeah. extra content on them that the iTunes one doesn't have. What do you think of the album? I 
like the rest of the internet, was expecting the atom bomb of electronic music that was going to hit and change everything. Yep. And instead got a really good album that I like listening to while I'm walking. It's like super mellow, more R&B-y funk. Very than, funky. Than electro funk that they kind of have done. Yeah, well, that's kind of where electro has been heading, right? Like, yeah. you listen to the second Justice album, and it's yeah, like super way mellow. fucking tamer yep. than like what they used to do. Fucking Same does it does it offend you? Yeah, just broke up instead of making another album. MGMT's you know, MGMT got fucking really super. fucking shitty. Even like uh, Crystal Castles have gotten like more and more yep. mellow. Right, so it's like I think that's a, it's kind of where they're heading. And same thing too with even as you look at like the parties that go on in Montreal and stuff. There's yeah. no more like hard electro parties. Like the party I went to last Friday uh-huh. was just like mellow, housey kind of funky shit. Like maybe not like as much electro as Daft Punk is. Yeah. But it's kind of like that's where people I think are heading. Yeah, so mellow is a really good word for it. Um, not in that it's you know a freaking Enigma album, but uh-huh. it is. Uh, it still has the Daft Punk sound. Yeah, like it's, it's got it's the robot to dance voices, to and, and it's good to move to. It, it, what, what I'm excited for is is the remixes that are going to come out when like just just try and do like a hard remix of some of these tunes, or when Daft Punk even, does like nobody goes hard anymore. No, somebody's got to go hard on this because there's there's it, they're good like enough songs noise. to take it. Like Boys yeah. Noise is the only guy who goes hard anymore. Well. <laughs> I really need somebody somewhere to go hard on this stuff because I was just like, like I enjoyed it, but I was totally not satisfied in the Daft Punk. Like, remember the first time you listened to a live and you were into like sixty seconds into listening alive and you were like, "Oh my fucking god, here it goes!" Like you're just like freaking out because it was so good. And I that this this one did not have that moment. And but alive was an alive like a live album, you know. So maybe maybe the remix. Well, yeah, and also I mean, like, I think there's a part of it where, like, with alive, like. Their first 60 seconds was supposed to, like, slap the audience in the face and be like, you are at a Daft Punk show, yeah, and we are Daft Punk! It's not like it chills well, out as it goes on. That that yeah. always makes me wonder, listening to this album, yeah. how much thought they put into, we're going to make this track now, and it's going to be able to be remixed with this other song that yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to how... sound so much better when Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger is playing on top <laughs> of it. Do you think maybe yeah. they're done with that? No. <laughs> nope. Because, I don't know, I feel that, like, Alive no, was, like, if you think of, like, Daft Punk as, like, the, like, progenitor of, like, modern Electro, yeah. and especially what happened subsequently to Electro, like, Alive was kind of the, like, the bookend of it, being like, here's what we did, and this was Electro. Other things happened, and now this is over. Like, possibly. Maybe. Like, they might have been, like, retiring that style of music in their own way to be like whatever even if they remix this album with the Tron soundtrack I'll be down yeah because even the Tron soundtrack was like not hard super mellow super but but again they're working with like a studio and And movie people and it's a soundtrack yeah not Not just a studio Disney Disney. are they making a Tron sequel yeah of course yeah Yeah. so and Killian Murphy's gonna be the big bad guy if any indications were from the first one then yeah he's so hot you guys really it's paid attention guy. to anything that happened? I was just looking at the pretty colors. No, but you, you didn't notice Killian Murphy just sitting there at the board of directors being like, blah, 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 I'm a hacker, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Look at my hackers. Like, he's not a character in the film. He's just a <laughs> dude sitting at the board of director being like, if that's not a, like, a seed that is intended to have a bigger character come up maybe, around it, that's maybe. that. You know who I don't remember? Any other character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or there was a girl in tight things. There was a girl in tight things with cute face. Yeah. Then there was... Uh, Tron Main character Flynn And there was Tron And then there was main character Other right? Flynn <laughs> Exactly There were two Flynns Tron Three Flynns There were three Flynns Really? 
Well, there was the evil Flynn. But wait, hold on. The dude was in there too, right? That was Flynn. <laughs> oh. Uh, so there's the internet? That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> uh, I could watch Tron for yeah. hours. Last time I watched it was on Mushrooms. It was great. Wasn't it the last and first? It was the second time. I saw okay. it in theaters. All right. So what did you see, Tron? Yep. How'd you like it? It was good. What you thinking about, Sophie? <laughs> Sophie's not a not a Daft Punk fan. Like you liked Interstellar. I loved Interstellar. Yeah. I have PMS, guys. Don't talk to me too much right now. Okay, no, that's cool. Right. We'll just keep going on. Yep. Just chime in when you want to. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Amy's Baking Company. You guys mm-hmm. see this? Yeah, I did. I did. You watched the whole episode? I didn't, but this is the one where they got trolled uh, online, and then they, they responded like horribly, abusively. And it's the first kitchen nightmares that Gordon Ramsay has ever walked out on. Really? What? He was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You don't, you don't want to listen to me? You just want so, to yell at me? I'm going home. If you don't know what kitchen nightmares is. And I don't. Kitchen nightmares is where Gordon Ramsay goes into like a fucking... Failing like, restaurant. Like a restaurant that like realistically has like six months to a year at best. It's just... Hemorrhaging money, mm-hmm. nobody showing up, fucking complicated menu, shitty wait staff and whatever, and Gordon Ramsay just comes and like whips it into shape as best he can. And they do like a little follow up right at the end of the episode to be like, Did they follow Gordon's advice or whatever? Right. Sometimes sometimes he turns fucking businesses around, sometimes he's like, And it's bankrupt because they didn't listen to me. Do they have a percentage success rate for this guy? Pretty high. But like I mean he he's a, a well known restaurateur. Yeah, yeah. Who's real attitude. But he'll like walk into a restaurant and be like, You have ten tables and eighty things on the menu. Like you, you Something is going wrong. To be wrong. Yeah, exactly. Where, or, like, where's your stock? Oh, you have fucking like freezers full of frozen food. This is fucking stupid. Like, like, yeah. pick three or four things, do them really well, make them fresh. Go to your local market. Don't. You're gonna save a shit ton of money on electricity from not having mounds of freezers. You're just gonna have to go to the market every day. You're gonna save money buying locally. Yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. gonna fucking talk about these four or five dishes. That is this are the guy they based asshole chef on for? Yes. Um, the episode of uh, Archer. Well, yeah. the Archer episode is probably a little bit closer to Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Did he voice the guy? That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's, what it was. But he's but definitely he's definitely part of that. Genre. That genre of he's got like food dickery, s- six or seven TV food shows. Food dickery. Okay. Anyway, so he walks yeah. into this kitchen and this restaurant, and he's like, "Okay, the food is bad. You're serving, you know, frozen food and passing it off as your own. Right. Uh, you need to do this and like do this." And the the chef, whose name is Amy, okay, is just a raging lunatic, and she's like, "No, it's fine." And her husband runs the front of the place, uh-huh. and is both also a raging lunatic, but would lie to protect her, so people would send food back, and he wouldn't tell them. He would just tell her. It. He'd just like <laughs> toss it out and put up a new order for it. Holy shit! So she thought everything know, was everything fine. was amazing, and okay, but hold on, the internet gets involved in this somehow, right? Like, isn't well, there... the two things happen. Yeah. One, she she flips out and fires a couple of waitresses on the show right. for doing nothing, so everyone can see that she's kind of a bitch, and. Two, the guy ends up shoving a customer and having the cops called in on him and having the Whoa. whole restaurant shut down for a night of filming. So the internet took this and they yeah. like made fun of her a little bit. And then she started on her their Facebook page to threaten to sue... And the to, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will sue the internet <laughs> for one million dollars! And then both massive... Because when the show hit the air last week, yeah. this, this really blew up on the internet. 
And this is, this is the one where people called asking if you could order Battletoads, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty, pretty sure I saw a picture of this like crazy lady in a, in a kitchen yeah, with yeah. like, hey, can, do you guys serve Battletoads? Reddit yeah. got involved in the straight-up trolling. Mm-hmm. It probably means 4chan was involved like a day or two earlier. Yeah. Realistically. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think 4chan was really too interested in some crazy lady's restaurant. You never know, Reddit, Reddit just like mass... Got all over it. Idiot trolled them. Yeah. And the Yelp crew... Uh-huh. So the people who Yelp is like a, a f- restaurant review comments like site. Like TripAdvisor, but for food. Yeah, kind of. I thought uh-huh. you could do all kinds of businesses on Yelp. I simply remember people like or, like yeah, non, yeah. non-food or businesses getting in trouble and like suing people for putting shitty reviews. And yeah, 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 stuff like that. Yeah. But Yelp also came on and their community destroyed them yeah. <laughs> too. So like two separate groups of <laughs> internet assholes. <laughs> That are really the crossover between Yelpers and Redditors not a whole, not not huge. You got to imagine, know? like the guy well, who's like, I'm going to post a food review on Yelp is not the guy who's going to be like, well, cats, like they'd probably put in our food or something or our restaurant. Like I don't think there'd be a. But even then, if you're into Yelp, you're not really on our food, right? Exactly. I think it's one or the other. Like you might have food nerds on Reddit, but they wouldn't be food nerds on both. You know. Anywho, these guys attracted the ire of two internet giants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just on their Facebook page, spent the whole day screaming at them, <laughs> which got a whole bunch of people did, screaming did back Did anybody at them. defend these guys at all? Like, is there the, the possibility that there was a good no, meal hiding behind them? One of the former waitresses did an AMA. Yeah. And just hysterics. What's an AMA? Ask me anything. Just they go on Reddit and say, I'm this person. What do you want for to example, know? front page of today. I am Jillian Anderson. Ask me anything. And she sat there for a couple hours answering questions from internet geeks who all wanted to talk about how much she changed their vision of what a woman and a scientist could be. It was actually kind of interesting. Hmm. And also like, hey, you were my first crush. And then she was like, can I be your second crush? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then a whole bunch of people going, oh my god, you got to ask her out. <laughs> like it was, it was like it was like so heartening. She was she was like down to earth and also like totally ready to roll with the internet punches. I told you I was going through uh, top all time AMAs. Really mm-hmm. Like Snoop Dogg is like top five. Right? He is so fucking funny. But like, still, the top top comment yeah. of being like, hey Snoop, what's an umbrella for? Snoop's response: <laughs> Faux drizzle. Faux drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Two like, words, more karma than all of us put together. <laughs> exactly. For drizzle. And then when he started incorporating like uh, like the tree's bracket system, yeah. and it being like, people like, feeling an eight right now, can't believe I'm talking to Snoop Dogg, being like, fool, get to a ten. At that point, you really do. I mean, if you're into marijuana culture and Snoop Dogg tells you to get higher. You're fucking getting higher. Just, what else can you do? Yeah. That, this, I, really, that's that's so what the internet was for to begin with. Bringing people together in ways you never possibly would have imagined. Like, seriously, you had a big internet crush on, or a big, like, X-Files crush on Jillian Anderson. You get to talk to her a couple years later on, on a whatever form. Well, that, it's perfect. Back, it's magic. back to Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Um, what the hell did she do with her career after X-Files? Like, why did she purposely choose a whole bunch of, like, British artsy films? She may be Elizabeth Shoot herself. Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue. I don't know. Just... From Adventures with Babysitting, you actually do. She's the I babysitter in Adventures with Babysitting. Uh-huh. She's also was in The Saint, and she's been in a couple of other weird projects. Ooh, the Saint was a difficult one, though. A no, lot no, no, of but people... she, she still got a paycheck, and yeah. she's like, she lives in fucking Colorado, she absolutely hates the fucking limelight, and she's like, 
Every now and then I take movies that interest me. They interest me for different fucking reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking like to do talk show circuits. I don't like to do red carpets. I don't like to do whatever. I just like to work. I have enough money from, like, Adventures with Babysitting Royalties that I can live comfortably for the rest of my life. Gillian Anderson must even have more money from that from fucking X-Files Royalties. She stayed on after Duchovny took off, Duchovny took off, and she fucking hung out with T-1000. That was what happened. Agent Dawson. Agent Dobbs. Agent Dawson. Something. Whatever. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, no, she absolutely has fucking two... And the two Exiles movies? Yep. Right? There was even talk about a third one. Jesus. I thought the second one was like a fucking monster flop. Yep. Never saw it. I never saw it either. It was Uh, alright. It was like a a big old Exiles episode. Yeah. Well, the first one was like a a cap of like the first six seasons, right? Yeah. Just kind of bookended. The first six seasons. like the Firefly movie. Well, no. Firefly ended Firefly. But because Exiles, I didn't really watched the last two or three seasons yeah a few people did the movie was like just super daunting yeah. and even it, even to this day I'm like yeah X-Files I like that I really don't want to be lost for two hours I don't really have 40 hours and to invest to catch this ties in directly to Agent Buttersniff and you're like who the fuck is Agent Buttersniff no I just combined it together actually the reason why no, but like Gillian Anderson could have been in every geek movie but maybe right. she didn't want to. Maybe she didn't want to have to fucking Guys, do the fucking I've been convention. muted for a while. Really, bro? Yep. I really don't see you as muted. All right, well, whatever. I could just say I was. I was. I took name. it off. No, 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 start talking right now. Yeah, I'm talking. You were, like, possibly muted for moments. That's Wonderful. all I can think of. Carry on. Anyway, I maybe she didn't want it. Fuck. I don't know. I feel like... Well, I didn't get that deep in the AMA because I was busy working. But um, if you go, I mean, I know she had go kids. check it out because it's still at the top of the front page. I know she had kids, so maybe it was a family thing, and maybe. then whatever. Because I mean, I like could... she had, she was pregnant for a couple of seasons of yeah, X-Files, yeah, right? totally. So I could, I don't know, I could absolutely see myself making a similar decision. If you're like, wait, I'm gonna get paid enough money to fucking live for the rest of my life forever from royalties from the show that I did. And I won't have to work, and I can just devote myself full time to being a fucking family man or whatever. Like, seems pretty nice. Well, yeah, exactly. Mark, Mark Hamill syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, do some voice work. I saw him do. <laughs> I saw him do voice work for a movie that was completely animated with Barbie dolls. A whole horror movie, like a slasher. Yeah, it's it's a project that sounds like it'll be fun to do, and so he and, goes and does it. And he did yeah. it, and he was like, whatever. He absolutely does not need the money. Yeah, Spoke to yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. I have that video of him. I should put that on the website. Walter yeah, and I mean that's Mark that's Hamill. it exactly right. Like that's why he played the bad guy in the Flash TV series. And yeah, just boredom. Just go out of work and do something for the day. Do whatever he wants. Yeah, and so he's fine. I don't know if you saw, uh, the, even Reddit, like American Reddit, even hooked up on this. Big Brother Canada. No, <laughs> this made me think when you said. Is butter. it TV? It is TV. Okay. So they've done a Big Brother for like 15 seasons or something like mm-hmm. now in the states, and it's like a super fun show, and it's like. Very, very what? addictive. What? Super fun. Super fun to watch. Keith might be on the drugs. <laughs> the drugs. No. The, the cool part about it is that it's just... Okay, speaking, all four of us have played Vampire the Masquerade to various degrees in our lives. Uh-huh. Now, imagine if Vampire the Masquerade, and if you got to be Prince of the City, you won $100,000. Pretty awesome. That is fucking Big Brother. It's, they lock people in a room. The game is fucking always on. You're always trying to, like, backstab the other person. It's like... N- at most, from game... Here's what happens. At most, what happens is you have two people up to vote, and then the rest of the house votes on which of those two people goes home. Right. So it's all fucking social. Nobody at any point has the power to directly kick someone out. 
You need to nominate the people, then you need to fucking sway the house to make sure that the person that you actually want to get out goes out. Awesome. So it's, it's a giant popularity contest for pretty people and jocks. But it's not, though, because they're cut off from the outside of the world. Well, what's the so, game? Are there games to, to like... There's the, there are games to try to get, like, a single round, a single week of immunity, and mm-hmm. there's a game to become the person who picks which two people... Here, the, the core mechanic is, one person becomes head of household. Okay. That person nominates two people. Yeah. There's then a secondary game that happens for the power of veto. Right. If you win the power of veto, you can take one of the two people off. Like off the off the voting block. You right. know what that reminds me of? Huh? Drawn together. A little well, bit. A little bit, and also Except it's Survivor. Real yeah. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not much like, better. But what? the thing is, the reason why it's not like Survivor is because they can't leave the fucking house, ever. So they're always in each other's face. You can't go for a fucking walk. You can go to that room over there, and someone can follow you. You don't go fishing or whatever. It's like it's just it's the social element of Survivor without any of the survival element. And the big deal with all the Big Brothers is. You can log on, on on online and click around through the house cameras. And watch them huh. all the time. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So you're always being filmed also. There's little cameras. Yep, yep, yep. So you're like, there's like that super paranoid element. And you see it every fucking... I guess this was only on MTV. That's why we never got it up here. We had, It was on TV, man. When I was dating Erica, she was all yeah. into Big Brother. Man, I never saw an episode of this. It usually plays during the summer. It's pretty insepid. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Dude, okay. you're not missing it's, out. It's a bunch of fucking... Real world kids. No, it's Yo, better bro, now. what's up? Uh, it's, I don't it's know. Just terrible. Having watched a lot, if you put a bunch you of like, up with Janice, oh my god, everything about just... it makes me so angry. You guys haven't really the... watched it. Like, uh, honestly, like, what you're saying is exactly how I thought until I sat down and watched it. And you're just sort of like, these people are fucking going insane, and you can see it. You can see these people who are like normal people fucking two months ago, who are now fucking like these paranoid. Fucking mess. Wait, 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 wait. Are you just talking like this because you read that Chuck Klosterman essay on how interesting it is? No. I watched he the... wrote a big one, if no, I remember. He was correctly. talking about the real world. Uh, he was talking about the real right, world. Right, right, where again, right. you can leave. It's like it's yeah. like all those things, but on fucking crack because you cannot leave the environment. You can't get five minutes. To okay, yourself. okay, okay. So what's the thing about Canadian Big anyway, Brother? So there's then they did the first ever Canadian one. And the thing that happened during the fucking finale, which was two weeks ago, so maybe three weeks ago now uh-huh. or whatever, is a girl fucked up her vote. On the fucking show and cost her friend a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> for like for dead real. It was like on our cringe. It was on yeah. like our funny. It was on like American Reddit like upvoted. So yeah. it was like you basically need to vote. And that's the other thing too is that the final vote that happens for who actually wins the in America it's five hundred thousand dollars in Canada it's a hundred thousand okay. dollars a car and a shopping. All spree, the people whatever. who got kicked off. Well, it's not all the people. It's half the people. It's from the halfway point. If you got kicked off no. first, you don't get to vote. Okay. So from the halfway point onwards, all the people that you got voted off now vote to who wins. So it's always kind of like iffy, right? Like if you got properly backstabbed and you're like, it was a game and I respect that, you still might not get the vote. Right. But if you like lied to my face, I might want to give it to the nice guy, even though he didn't play as much of a game. So it's like you have to sort of – your fate is now in your their hands in terms of how you played the game and how they might – respect hmm. or not respect it. Okay. So it's kind of interesting. So there's seven people who do the vote and the vote is like I think it's two to three or whatever at this point and then they vote to Topaz's vote. It's like Gary and Jillian who are the two final. Topaz has been best friends with Gary since fucking day one. When she locks in her vote she's like I'm 150% sure of my vote. 150% sure of my vote. This vote is going where it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, saying it, like, directly into the camera, even. And then, like, locks in her little vote. Yeah. And they're like, Topaz votes for Jillian. And, like, she's best friends with Gary. And, like, the announcer's like, okay, that's 
that's a little weird. Uh-huh. And then you hear, like, Tobaz in the back be like, no! No, what? And, like, she, like, gets up and, like, runs out and she's like, you switched it! And starts, like, yelling at the announcer really? and everything. It's the fucking most, like, cringeworthy moment. No, don't do this to me! And she starts crying and stuff. They go to commercial. They have a video replay of her voting for Jillian. <laughs> like, the announcer's like, I don't know what to <laughs> what tell you. You just, you just did, we have it on video. Yeah. You put Jillian's name. And she's like, no! And, like, freaking out. Amazing. So it's just like, imagine I'm just sort of like, it's you and like, I'm pointing to Scott, you and just like some dude, and I'm like, my vote is 150% for some dude. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. Uh-huh. Fuck your $100,000 new car and a shopping spree. Man, I would just take my backwards cap off and my wife beat her off, and I would just take my six pack and just scream at you. <laughs> that's that's what I would do. I'm, I'm surprised he did it. The guy like rolled with it pretty well. Like, Anyway, so the whole reason is this guy was like this, uh, he's kind of like a fashion, semi-cross-dressing bartender guy, this guy Gary. Okay. And he was like, when he was giving his little speech for why he should win, he was just like, like you have to be yourself, and you have to like do whatever you want, and if you're having a hard time in high school, you're having a hard time in elementary school because you're being yourself, and you're just like the lonely kid who's like sitting in the corner, like playing with some apples, and I was like, low, 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 got some apples, low, 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 you got some too. And I was like, this is a super like, heartfelt fucking speech from this guy who was really all about being yourself, and all I could think of was Butters. Playing with some fucking apples. It was the best. So I was like, why are you laughing? This is kind of sweet. So good. Oh, lordy. Butters is so funny. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, he didn't win because his friend accidentally voted the wrong person. Amazing. So stupid. I was hoping Sophie was going to chime in with something. It's just reality television. I, I can't stand that show. It's not. I'll try to get you. I totally don't watch. Like, what do you mean it's not? It is exactly reality television. It's, it's like the very definition of reality. Yeah, television. no, but it's like it's all those. It's wasn't it the first one? After no, Survivor. Was, uh, yeah. No, the first one was Real World. Yeah. First Real. But World. even then, that was all. It wasn't it was, a competition though. Yeah. Right? The first one I I heard of was Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Big wasn't, Brother was one of the. It wasn't my favorite. My favorite was always Lofters. I like Lofters a lot. How does that differ? Uh, it was like kind of like real British. world. It was kind of like real world. Okay. And I watched the Canadian one a lot. Uh, right, what's man. her face? Who, who? One of the TSN anchors was on it. AJ. No, no, no the the blonde girl. Huh. Anyways, uh, it was like the real world. So they had a group of people that lived in this big loft above city TV, and they mm-hmm. all had to live together. But they also all had to work on TV shows. Right. So like three of them would do like a girls' sex talk show, or one of them would do like a weather report and like so they were working at the huh. same time so you got to see them do in, a TV in, show in environment yeah. and then hang yeah. out afterwards it was just, I thought it was interesting and then they also voted each other off right gradually until one of them got a job and what they had to like merge their TV shows when they ran out of people running one or the shows yeah, got cancelled like, I guess like, yeah shows got cancelled yeah but like City TV had all these shows on that were all these people all vaguely related to lofters. All, all living in the loft, living together. So I guess they really needed some fucking content. What it, was, it what was that, got... Wasn't that one of the famous Big Brother things or whatever, where, like, not Big Brother, 
real world. Or real world where they were like dicking around so much that like MTV stopped paying their allowance to try to force them to get jobs, and then they just started <laughs> stealing stuff. <laughs> like instead of getting jobs, the cast of the real world like would go to clubs because the bar tab would still be fucking paid, and they were like eating peanuts at the bar, That's like, amazing, and drinking MTV money and stealing toilet paper from the bar <laughs> from the fucking beach house or whatever. I was like, this is the best. Like. Fuck you, MTV. <laughs> We're on television. We don't have to work. Like, living, like, fucking, like, and, super and, and squalor. And then that, that became its <laughs> pinnacle at the Jersey Shore. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a funny show on right now called, um, a funny show, quasi-interesting, called The the Creeps, okay. or whatever, where it's, like, these MTV execs who, like, they troll through Twitter to try to find, like, these Twitter personalities, mm-hmm. and then they get them to interview on the show to see if they can actually get a reality show based on them. And it's kind of weird seeing these, like, producers where they were like, yeah, but what is it? You just fucking, like, party and fucking drink, whatever? And one of the guys is like, that's all the Jersey Shore kids did, and we fucking did eight seasons. Like, <laughs> like if we can get into this, this is, like, yeah. this is it. Like, it, it's these guys talking in, like, a very clinical, like, super, like, exploitive way about what makes a reality show, like, compelling. And it's, like, it's almost, like, you almost feel like MTV shouldn't be showing it because they're, like, you're, you're going to get drunk and super fucked up we're going to be filming it. You know, and it's like, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, it's like, you, are you going to push us away or are you going to like ramp it up? Right. You know, and you're like, like those like matter of fact conversations is like, can, can you play to the camera while you're fucked up? Yeah, exactly. Like, mind, yeah. You know, and it's like, it's super weird that they're like, I mean, obviously I'd say it's not weird. It's fucking, it makes it's sense. Business. It's like, it makes it absolute sense, but yeah. it's, it's strange to sort of see that that is the real, like the conversation that happens in a public forum. Cause yeah. it's like, Obviously, not to say it, like, pulls the veil back on Jersey Shore, because for sure Jersey Shore will, like, get fucking as fucked up as you can and do as much fucked up shit as you hey, can. Hey, hey, would you be willing to punch a girl on TV? Yes. We'll pay you. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. All right, that's going to happen tonight. Well, yeah, well, it's like the whole, like, yeah. the jackass, like, that the crew got a cash bonus anytime one they, of the cast yeah. hit them or whatever. Like, because, yeah. like, they wanted to, like, try to maintain that element of fucking... Like I really like I really really liked how honest Jackass was about it. Like the, like there was there was one I forgot if it was in Jack uh, in two or three. Flash where, bags where he throws up. <laughs> it was close to that. They, one, <laughs> one of the guys wipes his ass with a dollar bill and then puts it on the ground and then they film a guy walking over to it, picking it up, like being like, "Hey, a dollar!" And then be like, "Oh, oh, who what the fuck? Who would do this?" And then then you know like that's where it could end. But instead, they film the guys running up with the waiver form, being like, "Sir, sir, we'll give you a hundred dollars if you just sign this release form and let us put this in the movie." And they film that whole sequence where the guys like, "Why? Who, who would even do that? Why would you even put? You know, like, why is this happening?" <laughs> but he signed the paper, and that's good footage. Yeah, you know, yeah. for sure. Like, I mean, eh, Jackass was super honest about it. It I was. Think, it was like, great. Just kind of bam, crying when they brought all the snakes in. Like, so good. yeah, the There's- cobra. Even the the one in three wasn't as good. It was well, the Cobra was better. Yeah, I don't know. But like three, this is like I think the worst, like the worst and most telling thing in like Jackass history was that a Jackass three was a fucking clean set and was subsequently less funny. Yep. Like they weren't drunk or they weren't doing drugs on set, so they they didn't have the giggles. Nobody was making like particularly dumb decisions. Like yep. it was a lot of their feelings looked hurt at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. guy, whoever had to go through the stunt looked bummed, yeah. as opposed to just giggling. Like there was one of the ones where it was like they tried to do even, something. Even Party Boy, well, it's Pontius pa- at the end, he was just like, oh. 
Someone, something attacked Pontius's dick, and he like bailed right away. And they were like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "No way, man!" But then there was like, I remember a fucking rattlesnake attached to his dick, like swinging around <laughs> yeah. like, in the second one, probably because he was fucking out of his mind. It was like rattlesnake on my dick, like something like hit his dick, and he bailed instantly, and was yeah, like, "No, this yeah. is fucking over." Because he's not like. I mean, first of all, it fucking numbs your senses. Second of all, there's like they're all giggling, and it's like more of a party atmosphere versus yep. like this is just a shitty thing that I'm about to do to my friend, and I have to do it. Bang! This yep. is my job, and it just it yeah. Kind I of... think the only one who really was okay sober all the way through it was Knoxville. Yeah, because I think he was mostly sober most of the time. He's just the fucking also. Crazy. I think that dude, he really that always that been. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's been, like, super business about it all the way. Like, if he wasn't in the CKY videos, right? They brought him in extra. No, 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 no. He brought in Bam. That was the whole thing. Him, he started up Jackass with, uh, Fat Guy. Preston. Preston and Wee Man. Okay, but, but the CKY but videos then, were, like, the rest. They, 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 they were, like, we need more footage. They predated, so they bought the footage off CKY. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were, like, there's these guys out in Pennsylvania that are who doing, doing the same thing. Yeah. This ridiculous stuff that we think is funny, so they just we're going to buy their CKY stuff and yeah. bring them into Jackass. Huh. Yeah, that's the whole story as to why uh, season one of Jackass took so long to be on videos, because Bam did that crazy fucking thing where he only licensed a limited amount of showings of Amazing. the CKY footage so either like he was like MTV can show it on TV 10 times right here's now, the contract sign so then done. they were like okay we're gonna put out the DVDs he's he like that's like, great but I own that stuff yep so they, he kept like he was like I have this ridiculous amount so there was Jackass season 2 and Jackass season 3 and there was no Jackass season 1 he's like I'm pretty sure the demand's gonna get to the point where you're giving me that amount so like years went by and then finally they're like okay bam <laughs> Or, like, maybe they he, like, lowered his price to get another season of Viva La Bam, or whatever the fuck he did yeah. with it. But he, he just held he held on to the DVD rights until they gave him what he wanted, and now, then he came out. Was somebody out. advising him, or did he just have a really good head on his shoulders for the Apparently, business side of this? everything I've heard about him is that he has a really good head on his shoulders for business side. Is it huh. a, a dick? Like Yeah, yeah. I've heard horrible. Every one of the, like, it's not AMAs, whatever. People ask questions on Reddit about... Bam, they always say that he's a complete asshole. Yeah, like, yeah. he'll be drinking with his buddies at a bar, yeah. and then somebody will come up and be like, hey, Bam, I'm your biggest fan, can I whatever? And they'll, like, pretend to like him and be super nice to him. And bring then him back home. And then bring him back cops. home, and then call the cops and say, hey, this crazy stalker guy followed me home, whatever, yeah. blah, 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 and get him arrested. Like, shit like that. Doesn't sound cool. Funny, but super dick. Funny, but not cool. Super not cool. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like you know, if you watch Viva La Bam, you'll see Rake less and less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's a dick. Right. <laughs> He's an entertaining dick, but yeah. like apparently he's a he's a pretty big dick for real. But apparently also has like a really good business sense and a like he made most of the CKY money before any of fucking jackass got bought. Like he was just like I'm filming my stupid friends, and he was just making all the money. Like he was Rake? doing no 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 no, no bam bam, bam. Okay. bam was like handling the distribution, handling this, okay, okay. getting a cut of that, doing whatever, and then was just like jump out of this tree, cool, and then would make money off of it. Right, like it's, right. I mean, I guess you have to be kind of a dick to exploit hurting your friends for a well, business. Yeah, if you exploit, but if you share it all right, then you're just being a good friend. You can just I mean, well, be a good friend. I think he made more money than everybody else, I think. It sure looks like it. He's the like, one who's got the mansion. Exactly. Although, like maybe like, probably I'm sure, Knoxville has pretty sure the only one who makes more money than him is Knoxville. Yeah. A, from a legitimate movie career, and B, for being the actual guy that Does like, he have a legitimate movie career? He's yeah. like one or two other... No, he's he's been in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's done... He was in that the movie with The Rock, Walking Tall. He was in the, oh, yeah, the Dukes yeah, yeah. of Hazard movie. Was yeah, the, one, the one where guys go to the border? 
Hmm? There's one no, where, that like, was that was the one where the Rock comes back and there's a casino in his town. No, no, no. This is the one where it's um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie after he came back. Oh, right? oh yeah, 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 that just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in it. Yes. he was in Men in Black Three. Yeah, he was like, in The Ringer, that one where he was in a special. Okay, Olympian. okay, so he's for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think he's been in a. He's been in like one or two John Waters films too. <laughs> like, like I don't think he's like fucking Johnny Depp nice. money. Certainly not A-lister, but whatever. <laughs> he's he's like, a rock-solid B. <laughs> <laughs> Minus. He shows up with a good action star and provides the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. can throw himself down some stairs without a stuntman. I don't <laughs> think he does that anymore. My I, favorite jackass story. Really? Absolutely. Mm. If, it, like, they can't afford to have him break a leg and not be on set if it's in a proper movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger starring alongside him. Period. That happens. Cast and he'll keep going. Robert Downey Jr. broke his leg in Iron Man. Yeah, they, they had totally another guy play for him instead. <laughs> Didn't see Iron Man three? No. no, no. I heard it was so so. I heard it was so so. We're pretty really bad fucking comic geek. book geek fans. Geek. I mean, this is like well, a major barely event. been out of the house. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> baby daddy. Sophie is not having any of these conversations. I my painkillers ran out and I am moody. Okay, do you so want water? I'm trying and I'm also very hungry because I forgot to eat because uh, I was doing art all day and then I took a bubble bath. Sophie was forging art in her art forge. <laughs> Sophie <laughs> makes art with a hammer and steel. That's why our comics are sometimes late. That sounds like Metalocalypse. Because they are forged. <laughs> our <laughs> comics are now drawn. They are forged! This is why I never leave my house, guys. This is because it actually takes, like, a lot of work to get a picture done. Exactly. You need, yeah. you need a temperature of 500 degrees. And absolute solitude. Exactly. Mm. Sophie's house is actually on the top of a mountain, oh. controlled by three dragons. All of, all of her comedy comes from the dark places in her soul. <laughs> so... I'm gonna I'm gonna break out my high school poetry if you don't stop. Oh wait, are we gonna have Sophie's high school poetry hour? No. I think we should. Hope Sophie's wait, high wait, wait for it. One of them that I wrote when I was fourteen was called Masks. <laughs> <laughs> was it about the masks we wear? Yes, in it public, was. Hiding our true selves. <laughs> yes, it was. Do not forget to check out Fine Arts Fridays for our upcoming poetry <laughs> feature. Dude, we could all do that. We could all get our fucking. If we could find our poems from fucking. I wish. So I used to. That would I be so them. funny as hell. I kept them. I, I was published in one of them. I all that stuff out. I was published in one of them, so I still have the book somewhere. Do you want to know something I, that I, I used to do? I fucking won a trophy. I won a writing contest when I was in first year high school. I used to write the fuck out of shit. Uh-huh. Do you want to know the thing that I used to actually do? No. I used to, for real, write poetry in bathroom styles. Not I used even. to draw myself in a men's bathroom style. Yeah, I know that was a grumpy. Yeah. We all saw that. Yeah, it was above the urinal. But I would like, <laughs> I would like, like mentally. <laughs> Does Scott remember now? <laughs> Not at all. Oh. Really, it was just above the urinal. It said "Naked Sophie was here." It was like a little picture of Sophie covering her boobs. By the time naked. I got to the urinal, it said "Naked probably... Sophie was here," and you were covering your boobs, and you had no shirt on in the drawing. Probably yeah. because you were changing into a costume for a vampire. Maybe. Yep. I could have just said, I think I'm going to go doodle in a men's urinal. Could have been. I, yeah. but I, I always kind of mi- missed that section of Grumpy's where it was all like like 50% vampire characters related stuff. Like <laughs> Ronan's what's-his-face is Gangrel character. It all kinds of shit up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Virgil. 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 Yeah. I remember... Uh, it took three... No, 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 no. Who is the other one? Who is the other three set coats of... of paint on the wall for the Anton I scratched into that to get covered <laughs> up. Oh, there was, What's Mark's middle name? Mark? John? Yeah, MJH, LJ, or JLM, or JL, JPL. Where are you going, buddy? 
You're John Paul Lecter? <laughs> That's right. Okay, JPL, MJH, and there's someone else. There was like something plus something plus something, and I was like, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably CLR. Yeah. yeah, probably CLR. Yeah. Clear. Yep. For All right. Lime gotcha. Lime I have an roast. anecdote about yesterday. What happened yesterday, Soph? Yesterday was a really bad day on my cycle, where I was, despite all the painkillers, suffering a lot, and half of my body was numb, so climbing uphill to John's to record a podcast in the rain, underdressed, was, was horrible. Yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> I showed up at Keith's door. I mean, at John's door. <laughs> you walked to John's and showed up at Keith's? No, no, no. I walk over to John. I ring the doorbell. He's like, the hell are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here to record. What? And he's like, that's tomorrow. I'm like... I, I, for real, almost started crying. Uh, and he's like, do you want to come in? I'm like, no. I'm going home. <laughs> Shit, it's raining and like the Snoopy music is playing. <laughs> and I walked all the way back home. It was horrible. I feel significantly less bad about locking my keys in the trunk. God. Because <laughs> that sounds like it sucked way worse. It sucked a lot. It was horrible. I walked home and I died on the couch for like two hours. I... I just died on the couch uh, tonight. To be fair, that is like a it ten minute walk. No, no. Seriously, walking uphill in the condition that I was in took me twenty five minutes. Okay. Sophie and I did a pretty long walk from your place or from my place to your place. We were drunk. Mm-hmm. And you were like, My boots are heavy when we were going to play Lich. I don't remember this. Remember how you were drunk when we started playing the Lich King adventure? No, the, the, are you talking about the Tomb of Horrors? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember this, yes. There was the walk involved. Yeah, yes. you guys were a mess when you showed up. <laughs> That's probably why four of your characters died in the first okay, half hour. Okay, I'm sorry. I survived until I gave my character off the key. No, and you then he killed, killed one of my characters. He killed friend. it in minutes, not even seconds. And I put a dice in your beer. That was great. That was super. Just dropped a die in my beer. Thanks, Sophie. I balanced it pretty well, actually. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So that was, that was my day yesterday. Do you really want to? Church I want to talk about something before Satanism. So a couple Satanism. months ago, I mentioned a game that was in production that I wanted to keep an eye on, which was called Sang Froid. That is um, a werewolf game produced by a bunch of Montreal guys who I think worked for EA and then got pissed off at it and all quit and made like, a little... Say its name again? Sang Like cold blood. Sang Froid? Yeah. Okay, sorry. And then they... Um, and so it's like a game that is... Um, you're like two farmers in rural Quebec in the 1850s and is it like Farmville? It is yes. nothing like Farmville. <laughs> Fuck and Farmville, Scott. Give it, so, guys. New idea. Farmville. Werewolves. But werewolves. <laughs> In the 1800s. Anywho, so your your daughter gets, or your, your sister gets almost molested, half-raped by the priest of the parish, and then he gets a... a John t- has the creepiest smile while he's <laughs> fucking describing The devil shows up and offers a deal to the parish priest, saying, I want the soul of this little girl, or something like that. I wasn't really paying attention you to the plot. Troll told to get into the boy's hole. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a girl in what? this case. You have to pay the, the troll's toll to get into the boy's hole. All right. Yep. The oh, boy's soul. Fuck. I'm saying the boy's soul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little always sunny humor. What were you saying, John? So um, the game is like a mix between first-person shooter and tower defense, where like you have like one phase of the game that's like during the day, and you go around your farm and like you set up traps and like deadfalls and and like bonfires that are prepared to scare away the wolves, and then like you play one guy out in the woods at night alone with an axe and like a gun that takes an hour to reload because it's right. a, it's like a whatever, and then you're like I'm I'm like a million times too weak to fight away a werewolf, but if you leave like deadfalls in his way and like poison traps and like you leave dead animals to like make the you can the, weaken him and get the You kill can weaken him and get him down. So it's like it's like a twist on a very familiar kind of sense. Super, super fun. And coded by guys like right around here. You played it? 
Yeah, yeah, it came out today or earlier this week or something, and um, I just noticed it on Steam. Cool. Yep. Speaking of werewolves, I followed John's recommendation from the previous podcast and watched Hemlock Grove. Oh, yeah. And? What is it? I'm five episodes in, four and a half episodes in. You and made I... it further than John. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I'm, I, w- I was like about four or five episodes, but I was drinking heavily, so my memory of it is all a little, uh, a little I fuzzy. was absolutely Assume. sober, and my memory of it is quite clear. Uh, I like it because they maintain the mystery um, enough that they don't give shit away, and it does keep you guessing, even if you are all into esoteric, mystical shit. So I think it's kind of super fun hmm. so far. The thing that I really remember was that it kind of like took itself too seriously, and it was a little corny. See, I find that they don't. I mean, okay, it's not campy in any way, shape, or form, like, as opposed to other supernatural shows that are out there right now, like Lost Girl or fucking Supernatural, which is good. It's a serious show, and I'm I'm taking it seriously. So far, I don't find it corny. The big one is True Blood. How does it compare to True Blood? Um, Because that's definitely the audience they're targeting. True Blood pisses me off because it's very formulaic. Hmm. Really? In my opinion. Really? I... I found it, it was. I, I expect shit to happen, and of course this is happening because this and that. That's that's how I feel when I watch True Blood. I find it like the least formulaic of the supernatural shows. Well, in that's that why case, I find it watchable. Okay, well, in that case, that's why I like Hemlock Grove, because I okay. don't find it formulaic at all. I, I, thought, I think it stands out. Um, hmm. it's, it's original in a lot of aspects. Maybe I'll have to go back and check it out again. Yeah, by all means. I, I think it, I'm enjoying it. Yep. So... When I was on the plane, coming back from vacation, I had the best idea in the world ever, which was... Are you ready for it? Okay. <coughs> the opposite cru- of what Jaime did. <laughs> there is a cruise ship. Yes. This is amazing. I told you? Yeah. Of course you did. We talked about it for like an hour. It's so good. <laughs> okay. So there's a cruise ship. <laughs> guys. Guys, get ready. Okay. There's a cruise ship. This is like copyright 95.cc 2013. <laughs> you listening, Hollywood? Copyright. Listen to this, Hollywood. This shit's copyrighted. There's a cruise ship, and on the cruise ship, there's a an elder vampire <laughs> because he's traveling around on a cruise ship. Because it'd be fucking super awesome. Think how amazing it is. Your cruise ship goes around for forever, and you have an endless patina of delicious people to feed upon who are all young and attractive. Super. Okay. It makes total sense. Like I'd run a cruise ship. Yeah. They come and they go, and some of them you, you never overfeed. And, or whatever. and you probably make a mint. All these people paying to be on your fancy ass cruise ship. Super hilarious. So now, for whatever reason. <laughs> Werewolves <laughs> find out this guy is on there. So they're like, "We're gonna take this vampire down." So vampire werewolves attack a vampire on a cruise ship. Okay, now here's my question: Did the werewolves swim from shore to the cruise ship? No, or they, were ride, they, 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 they ride little like those U-boats, like the floaty ones. We. I don't know, man. I see them. I see them like signing yes. on, or maybe even going on a cruise by themselves, and then discovering that the vampire is there, and then they hunt him over the course of the show. It isn't just like a. Weird. This is what I actually thought. The yeah. opening scene is a scene. Where this is under siege two, right? No, actually, this is called Underworld Under Siege two. Wait, wasn't it Speed three? <laughs> where they're on two. a Speed, speed, two. speed two. two? Okay, Speed two Under Siege three. What, you know, what was, I, thought, I even thought of like while I was going to bed that night, I thought of like 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 Underworld Blood Tide or something like super shitty. I can really see you lying there with Sarah asleep beside you, and you're just like <laughs> pretty much. It's called it. Blood Tide. So anyway, the opening scene. The opening scene is like fucking like a des- destroyed fucking cruise ship. Just, just so we're clear, we talk about Sophie's uterus, then sang froid, and now we're <laughs> on to blood tide. You guys need to pronounce sound properly. <laughs> sang. So anyway, so the opening scene is like a cruise ship like in fucking like disarray, fucking half fucking sinking, and then like werewolves fucking tearing the shit out of it, of it whatever, and they fucking come and they get the guy they think is the vampire, yeah. and then the vampire's guy is just like. 
this is the wrong ship. It's a decoy. <laughs> and the ship explodes. So that's the opening scene. Like, super heavy action, vampire versus werewolf nonsense. Then it explodes. Right. Then it's the credits. So you're like, they're going to need to do that again. But on the right cruise ship. <laughs> fucking best. I would watch this movie again and again. Sounds like werewolves versus the vampire love boat. That's it! This, this writes and sells itself. It's so good! You have all these vampires and werewolves fighting and these humans being like, eh, there's lots of nudity and, and sex. All of the humans are young and attractive. It's perfect. It's and like, what, they go to Barbados and the werewolves get off for their short No, days. that's the thing. They don't go anywhere. No, 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 no. So they get... Transatlantic. They, no, they... Whatever, they, they could. They go, they, all the people get off, and the werewolves are like, we need more steaks. So they get off, too, but the vampire drives away with the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my idea was that it was a transatlantic cruise, so the humans couldn't leave. Like, so it would, be like, it would just be like this shitty situation where the humans are like, what the fuck is going on here? No, like, no, no, dude. I see the vampire trying to, like, having a lifestyle that's like this, and he tries to keep this on the down low, where he just feeds on people that he picks up normally. Well, that's his initial then, plan. Yeah, and then he realizes the werewolves are on, so he stops, like, in the Cancun, and he tricks the werewolves into getting off, and the boat leaves, and they're like, no, we gotta get back on, and they, like, steal a plane, and they gotta, like, jump <laughs> off of the plane, plane onto the boat, like, shit like that. It's, it's just non-stop, ridiculous action, action scene yeah, exactly. after action scene. So, that just... how drunk were you guys when you were Wasn't even that drunk. No, no, no. This I was, was just, like, pl- sitting yeah. there, like, staring out. The plane that we were flying back on was flying really really low I don't know yeah. if you noticed on um, the way out of Washington I was kind of creeped out by how low the plane was flying but then did you see when we I think like flew by New York where you just saw all of New York just there like we were flying yeah. under the cloud line it was really yeah. strange because we were on like a little it was like only two aisles wide yeah. so I was just sort of like staring out the window just like fucking mind wandering and whatever and then just came up with this like I was like I would watch that it's like instead of snakes on a plane it's vampires and werewolves on a boat <laughs> Like I feel that. Uh, Do you think it needs a, like a proper human hero? No, not even. No. Eh? Yeah, it needs just like I don't even think so. Yeah. And I would um, I would almost like to have it like like to have like a scene where it sets up like the humans are like this is not gonna happen and like and we're gonna rally and then this werewolves are like <laughs> just like ripped them to shreds and you're like nope. <laughs> this is not a thing that matters. I could almost even see it being a thing where, like, you set up five or six humans at the start. Who, like, you sort of meet, and then this whole scenario goes on. Yeah. And you get to, like, as the movie goes on, you get to wager on which one is actually going to survive. Answer, yeah. none. <laughs> no, that's it. Like, you have the opening scene. The opening scene is that scene where they're, like, they're on the boat or whatever. Yeah. And then it, like, cuts to, like, a young couple whatever preparing for their cruise vacation. And they're human, and they don't yeah. fucking matter. So then you build it up like it's going to be a normal thing. And then the werewolves show up again. And it doesn't matter. They all die. Yeah. So good. Boat explodes. I don't know if it's just me, but the elder vampire in my head was cast almost right away. Oh? Bruce Campbell. No. Old Bruce Campbell. Christopher Walken. It's my cruise ship. (laughs) (laughs) No, because Bruce Campbell seems like he would be interested. To my cruise ship. Welcome to my ship. No, no. No, Christopher Campbell. Bruce Campbell is the absolute human captain who the audience is totally going to be thinking is going to be the hero. Still dies. Okay, no. Never dies. Never dies, but never has any idea what, what's going on. No, exactly. the elder vampire has to be Udo Kier. I feel like Udo Kier might be the first vampire in the first scene. Who was the He's got to be like the crazy right-hand man vampire the of, the, of the leader. He looks like a vampire. He does. I, I'm not yeah. sure the actor is not a vampire. <laughs> I would actually, wouldn't mind Udo Kier being a vampire and having a human line being like, how did we not notice he was a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look at that guy. <laughs> Just quite, look at him. He's quite clearly a vampire. We never see him during the day, <laughs> and he looks like a vampire. <laughs> Be the best. Ah, uh, poor Udo. 
I still um, have those signed prints of his. I don't know where I'm going to put them up in my new place. I feel like directly above your bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just staring up at you like, good night, Uda. <laughs> good night, Sophie. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. He talks good like night, this. Sophie. Yeah, good night, go. Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. There is no way I could be attracted to you. I'm very homosexual. He is. Also, he's tiny. I am not attracted to Udo Kier. I just think he's awesome. Sophie. You need to quit that, Keith. Sophie, you could watch me. Quit it. Sophie, watch me with Give me this something young, sharp to throw. Delicious blonde boy. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Sophie. The boy is hairless. Somebody say something else. Sophie, <laughs> the boy is completely hairless. I, I pictured him oh, with like... Fuck. I have had his hair removed by science. <laughs> <laughs> Really? I, I I'm getting dizzy. Don't make me laugh too much. I'm super lightheaded. So, Sophie talking about like Udo Kierporn. I'd, hairless boys was the opposite. I would have thought what? it would be like the Highlanders wrestling tag team. <laughs> like two six foot four Scottish bearded. I would pay for that. Men. I would totally there sell my soul See? for that. Yeah. They will fight each other, and then I will have the victor. Oh my god! I will have him. Make him stop. <laughs> In ways you thought him. unimaginable. Pin to the mat. <laughs> I will have him in every way. Anywho. That you could have a Scottish Highlander. Sophie. Blood tide. <laughs> Blood tide. Uh, How many Ys are in that title? Three. Blood is spelt with a U and an umlaut and an E on the... <laughs> Blood tide. Blood tide. T is T Y D. No E. Directed by Uwe Ball. <laughs> oh my god, I would watch the shit out of that movie. You don't even know. Yep. We need to talk to some of our actor director friends. But like, the, like in my mind though, it's like I was like when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, werewolf attack, and I thought Underworld's werewolves, mm-hmm. and I was like, those look too shitty. I want like just like the most ridiculous cool looking fucking werewolves and vampire fights like at no point in time does anything look cheesy so you're watching this and you're like why are these fights so good like this movie is so shitty but these fights are fucking like dead on werewolf versus vampire combat that's the problem with no budget schlocky action films like if if we were to do this thing we'd be looking at like sharktopus level budget I know but that's (laughs) that's why we would need to get a major Hollywood director I would sell the I would let this idea get completely sold out as long as well, like some key components remain. I'd fight. So, so do we write? Be in 3D. Do we write to Joss Whedon? I mean, like, be like, hey, Joss. Remember, remember what you did with Cabin in the Woods? We want to do that with things on boats. <laughs> we have an entire fucking like 120 plate screenplay. Yeah. But I don't even think it would need to be that long. I was kind of like trying to think. I was like, okay. How long does it really need to be? And I feel an hour and a half is about the right amount for a movie this stupid. Mm-hmm. And I feel that a good 45 minutes of it are probably action. Like, probably. 45 minutes of fucking... And that's the other thing, too. I was like, I wouldn't want to have... Like, even I was like, in the introduction scene, just like, okay, whatever. There'd just be like a fucking motocross scene or something. Like, just to have an action sequence because it's been a minute or two without one. You right. know, like, this doesn't really have to do with the plot, but now it's a motocross chase. You notice we've got a great zip line on the outside of the deck. Or whatever. Yeah. Like or that's people it, getting on jet skis and racing around in circles around the boat and then sharks show up. Yeah! You know? <laughs> <laughs> whatever! <laughs> like, that's it. It's because I was like, you start with a huge fucking bang. Like, like in, in my mind, the opening scene is seriously like a ten-minute action sequence where you're like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Like, nothing, absolutely nothing is explained. It's just like ridiculous 
vampire werewolf fight scene. And of course, like, the final fight scene needs to, like, surpass that previous fight scene. Of course. But I want that, like, in my mind, in this movie that will never get made, that first opening scene will still have you be like, what the fuck? And then to not give you more than, like, four or five minutes of screen time before there's, like, not equally, but still, like, another action scene. Like, so the movie is just, like, jizzing on you constantly with its retarded action scenes that are just nonstop over the top. Simulated jizz, though. Right, <laughs> That's right. Did you ever figure so out the fire. recipe? Um, I promised uh, Scottish boy that I would wait for him. Hashtag Scottish boys. Hashtag simulated jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that redundant? <laughs> wow. That's just rude. Nobody brought him up until you did, Sophie. <laughs> uh, are we... Yeah, we are. We're getting close to the but hour. But this is uh-huh. like the new trend in movies now. I mean, Abraham Vampire Hunter... Was terrible. I was fucking it? loved it. Abraham Lincoln Vampire didn't, didn't Hunter. Wasn't it missing action sequences? My movie has those. I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant and ridiculous and made absolutely no sense. And now the new thing is the the more recent Sleepy Hollow. It isn't zombies in Pride and Prejudice? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen That's that. That's a thing. No, it's a book. It's from, I think it's from the same guy who did Abraham Lincoln. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, is that I actually, where it's stemming from? Okay. I actually thought of that when I was envisioning my film. Which I was like, maybe there's a zombie virus. That's in the no. sequel. There's zombies and the werewolves and vampires. Hate and they're still Rim. on a boat. Yeah. Pacific Rim is the one I'm waiting for. Yeah, it's Robot I'm, Jocks versus Godzilla. I'm, I can't be more excited the, for The thing, though, is the that of it, could, it could be so fucking bad. Like, it, ha- it runs the risk very what, high. Worse than Robot Jocks and or Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> Depends which Godzilla you're talking about. I remember Robot thoroughly enjoying gold. the 2000 Godzilla and the... I feel like if you watch it, you'll be pretty disappointed. No, 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 no. I remember having the same conversation in 2000 in the club where everybody else was like, that was the shittiest fucking movie ever. The Matthew Broderick one or the Matthew Broderick one? one. And I was like, what did you fucking expect? It's a low-budget, stupid... I was fun as fuck. Come with me. That's all you took from the movies. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't much more. It was fucking... Cashmere with fucking... Eggs got me. I didn't need little velociraptors. Jurassic Park did that and they did it better. Yeah. Correct. That's what Whatever. bothered me when I went in with a dinosaur like, movie and not a utter movie. unenjoyable trash, and I was like moderately entertained, so my expectations were exceeded tenfold. Yeah, I just little little Godzillas were Velociraptors, and Jurassic Park did it and yep. did it better. I got yeah. it, guys. I figured out how we're gonna get this movie made. Okay, you're still on that, eh? Oh my god. <laughs> if you say Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Oh. Matt, Matt, we got this idea. Matt, Matt, hey, you wait, guys. Wait. I got to go back to the drawing board because my idea was Matthew Broderick. No, it was imagine. Oh, oh my God. Can he be Ferris Bueller? Can it be a sequel? <laughs> Ferris Bueller 2, Sharks and Vampires. Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller 2, Blood, Blood Tide. <laughs> so I was right. Cameron married the first woman he had sex with, and now it's his sunny <laughs> moon. <laughs> We're going on a cruise. I have Save like a Ferris. completely, completely <laughs> Oh my god I have a completely different vision I would see like with Udo Kier Dolph Lundgren Dolph Lundgren Yeah and have them have this intense dialogue scene There's like They could There was like stuff that I also thought of We just of. have to film three movies at once <laughs> Directed by John Woo And yeah. who was the other guy? Uwe Boll No Uwe Boll can't get near it Because he'd no, fuck no, it no, up he'd fuck it up Wait. Like there's other stuff that I like I really wanted Like the Coast Guard showing up Like to no effect like an entire like action scene of like the Coast Guard showing up, being like, "We're gonna fix this." Yeah. Dying. But anyway, so here's how you make it: you film the movie, the first one, mm-hmm. the first film in the series, is like a Cloverfield style movie from a fucking handycam thing. 
So no 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 no. But the thing is, but that's just from the crew point, and you have no idea what's really going on. It's just like this weird, like fucked up kind of horror movie. And you use that movie to be like, there's another movie happening while this fucking shitty handicam thing is being filmed, and it is this movie, which is Blood Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the pitch. And then you know, all we need is a boat. Yeah, that's tricky. We need a boat and a bit of CG because you like like shaky cam and like blood whatever. So it's just like one of the survivors of the boat. And then you're like, I have this entire script that completely coincides with this shaky cam movie, shaky handheld cam movie that I filmed. I wonder Blair if that shaky handheld cam movie has already been made. A little it's bit. Not impossible. No, no, no. But I mean, like, actually on a boat. I seem to remember us watching a horror movie on a boat. No, we watched that weird time travel one. Oh, yeah, it was time travel. Which is yeah. kind of cool. Like, way better right. than we thought. Can yeah, I totally. do all the blood for the movie? Yes. yes, you may do all the blood and all the jizz. Sweet. Remember, it's constantly <laughs> jizzing on the audience. <laughs> Nonstop jizz. That's, that is a yeah. lot. But yeah, I feel like that, that could work, possibly. All, possibly. We, need, all we need is like a boat and some blood. and like you're, you're increasing the complexity of the angle that it will be required to get budget for this. But it'd be so good if we already had like an indie horror film that could possibly succeed on its own merit. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, we also have this fucking monster budget Hollywood film that we could do that is a companion piece to this indie horror flick. Blood Tide. <laughs> be the best. Yeah. So what do you guys have coming up on the site? Look for our Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> we need $150 million. <laughs> we know it's a lot for Kickstarter, but we're going to do a world first. Oh, man. Our, our incentives are going to be great, though. Um, Simulated jizz. No, you get to be at the beach party in Blood Tide. Yeah. The beach party that the werewolves kill. Or the vampires. I actually do have something I want to organize on a website. Mm-hmm. I want to have a beard competition. Bearding. I Between lose. all of us? <laughs> yes. No, I want I want to It's called people... a whiskerino. No, I want people it to It is. Beard growing competition is a whiskerino. It's the word for it. I want people to send in photos of their awesome beards and I want to give out a prize. You're just saying that cuz it's rigged for Scottish boy. Hashtag #beard. No, it's not. <laughs> but I think it would be fun. Okay. Do it. Don't sound too fucking excited or anything. Woo, beards. I can't keep. I can't grow that much of a beard. Scott can't grow a beard. I've John. given up on my beard. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. Scott needs to keep clean shaven when he goes back to the hospital. Does this mean I have to start yeah, drawing another... you like? Maybe draw me whatever. I don't care. All right. I've got another month of, of beard growth, and I've let the neck grow in now. Sure uh, has. That neck beard's coming along fine. It's awful. You look like DDR today. Yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> Wearing my black hat, my flannel shirt. Hey DDR, I know you don't listen. He doesn't listen. I don't know. He probably doesn't. He might do it every now and then. He's Jake. a contributor to the website. Sometimes. He hasn't done that in like a year. Here's John. Oh. <laughs> John, do you have anything for the website? Come nope. On. Cool. Soph has a frog coming up last week. It will be last week when this is published. Mm-hmm. He's a frog. Thanks for ruining the surprise of last week. But it won't be. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. We can talk about it. Frog. I drew a frog, guys. <laughs> it's a fucking frog. I'm super excited about this frog. I've, uh... Tomb of Horrors Part 2 and 3 because I decided that's actually going to be three parts because I have so well, much. We did have to run it in three sessions also. There's so much material there. Yep. Yep. Their second part should be coming out or should be out by the time you listen to this. Third part should be very soon. Sweet. I think you're just trying to maximize the attention you're getting out of this because look Not at you really. getting off it's, on it. We go, getting I to the first, tell, man, you're getting to the right first combat, we did 1,600 words between the two of us. Yep. It was a long fucking article and that was to the first combat. Yep. <coughs> and, and and there's like straight dungeoning that happens for fucking four hours after the point we wrote to. I yeah, really exactly. want in on this. You might be. Yeah. 
Scott, do you have anything coming up on the site? Yeah, I'm going to be doing more Kanye gnomes in anticipation of Kanye's child coming into this world. Kanye's Ooh. reproducing? Yeah, yeah Kim with... Kardashian's super pregnant. She, he married Kim Kardashian? No, he didn't marry her. Just he just knocked her up. You haven't seen pictures? Pop. Like the last Ka- Kanye gnome? I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> I don't get Kanye gnome. I, I I, I've seen two that made me laugh, and the rest I'm like, this is way over my head. We're also going to be... Who the fuck is calling me? When this podcast comes out, my storyline will have wrapped, and Scott's storyline is about to start. Man, it is so good. Your storyline? You don't know that. We're so I don't know I that. I am so psyched for it, man. I've never been this excited about a script. His last one was amazing. It's true. <laughs> was it? Your last one was a uh, Robo Ronot. Robo- oh, yeah, I like that one. Robo Ronot. Who's, who's also not in this one. <laughs> Whatever. Like, we killed everyone! It's me and Ronan having adventures! Next writer. Ronan's gone. <laughs> he's not gone, he's just like back at the bar. Or <laughs> whatever. Well, he is moving back to the States, so. Exactly. Where, the where the hell is Scott? He said we were going to be hanging out now that I killed everyone else. But we were and okay, we were in the hospital. <laughs> Coughing up. I pee when I cough. And on that note, that I- was the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. I was game. Scott. John. T-O-5-D-O-T-C-C 9to5.cc on Facebook and uh, also follow us on Twitter we're at sign number 9-T-O-5-C-C on Twitter So uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays probably uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays we have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday a new podcast every week usually on Thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves and on Fridays we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott and uh, you know maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope alright thanks 9to5.cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.